Welcome, welcome to Mozzie and the Muscle, our show about all things football and, well, maybe just a few things outside of that. We are not reporters, we are not journalists, but damn it, we do love to talk about it. Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by my smooth and sultry speaking co-host, Mozzie. How's it going? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I uh, had a dentist appointment earlier, so I'm, I'm getting feeling back in most of my like face, but it's still a little numb, so hopefully it doesn't uh, mess up my, my speaking. I may like go take a drink of water, and you might hear like some water dribble out. You never know. Always the worst time of my life is with the <laughs> dentist. And the subsequent, you know, hours afterward when I'm trying to have soup, just trying to enjoy <laughs> my soup that's low-chewing effort, and it's all on my face somehow, <laughs> and my beard. Yes, yeah, yep. so, yeah, soup is kind of a problem, like, for, for dentist work, because, like, it is the fact of, like, you know, it's, you don't have to chew it, but also they usually tell you, like, oh, don't have something hot, and so... Mm. And they're, like, so then you're me. like, well, I guess I'll have cold soup, and then, you know, that's we're talking, like... Gazpacho, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Talking gazpachos and weird smoothies, and you know, I'm just not about that life. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, that's been one of the biggest discoveries: is that soup and beards do not mix. Huh? That makes sense, speaking. I guess. Yeah, I guess like any sort of messy food and a beard don't mix. Mm-hmm. Wings. Ugh. Yeah, I was really about to say wings. Maybe like popcorn. Mm-hmm. I think of like 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 very like flavor dusted chips, like Doritos or Cheetos. Mm. Or flavor blasted goldfish. Well, see, then you get like you know your uh, you get the little flavor mustache later. So you get to enjoy it for the next <laughs> hour or so after. No, I'm just kidding. That would be absolutely disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't I don't like my mustache get like past my lips ever, just because like I don't I don't like the infringement on my food enjoyment. Mm-hmm. But yeah. No, plus I hate when it's all up in your mouth and you're like, oh, God, I could bite my own mustache. This is awful. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's not how I want to live my life. Don't want to live a life of foodie <laughs> facial hair. <laughs> I'm so, glad you have feeling back in your face. I, too, yeah. do not feel my face when I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they made some comment about like, not feeling their face, and like I was about to sing it if there weren't a needle in my mouth, like putting more numbing in. Right. She was like putting the lidocaine in. I'm like, man, I would totally sing right now if there weren't a giant needle in my mouth. And they're like, just hold still. It's like, oh my god, stop. Yeah, <laughs> that. This. <laughs> yeah, she was like that, and then a lot of like a lot of people apparently think of like comfortably numb. Mm. By I think it was like Pink Floyd, right? Yeah. So. Uh huh. So. Pink Floyd. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, free agency happened. Uh, is happening. There's a lot of shit going on. Still some players unsigned. Uh, a lot of the big-name receivers like Juju, Kenny, and Fuller are yet to land on a team. We are so. expecting soon. Um, it's only been a few days. 15th was the first day teams could reach out. Yesterday was the first day things became official. So it's still new and you know recent into the free agency uh, and at least the signings. But you still got some of the big name wide receivers out there. I I'm kind of surprised that none of them 
At least one of them hasn't gone yet. Yeah, I, I saw a tweet from, I don't know if it was like a reporter or like you or an agent <laughs> or something like that, basically one of the receivers, like the big names told them like, hey, like, hey, like the market for receiver signings right now is like, has just been shit. Like no one's getting a good offer. So. Yeah, I mean, I would, I can, you know, see that. <laughs> Between like the recent influx of talent and the draft and everything, like people are just, yeah, don't want to dish out big receiver deals. Ugh. You'd have to think, though, that some of these teams could really use some of these guys. Yeah. Man, but, but cap space, man. Again, we, we, can, we can have, like, kind of some cap space stuff up as we go. But for now, I guess we can just kind of go alphabetic order on some of these teams and the current uh, changes just because, well, we have it is sorted alphabetically. So that's what we're going to do. Yeah. All right, so Arizona to start. Luckily, not a whole lot for them. Uh, J.J. Watt is the big one. And then they also signed A.J. Green. Woo! So, <laughs> remains to be seen how uh, how useful AJ Green will be from here on out. Yeah, I mean these He's signings would have been, been huge if it were like five years ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean AJ Green was a great receiver. He just hasn't played a whole lot in the past three years or yeah. so. So we'll see how that works out. But you know he has a nice veteran presence. They are getting some vets there on the team. Maybe build some leadership on the roster. Yeah, I think that's part of their goal too and the receiving core is like they have hopkins but they don't have anyone really super reliable outside of that and is fitzgerald is he still going to be playing or is he retiring i forget he is not official okay. on anything he's, I think un- he's, he's figuring it out undetermined yeah and then the cardinals also traded for rodney hudson uh as the raiders purged their o-line for some reason for some reason has happened yeah i'm not really sure what's going on there but, um, was he the center? Yeah. Oh, okay. Getting a talented center is huge for your line. Very much so, and their line could use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they their O line was one of the weak points lately. So. And you know Murray was scrambling for his life, which he's good at, but I think he would like to have a clean pocket as well. Um, having a good center is a start to that. It also helps with the run game a ton, which is great for uh, what will be Chase Edmonds yes. backfield, it looks like. Unless they add someone else, possibly in the draft, but that's TBD. Right. <laughs> uh, so, Atlanta, pretty quiet for Atlanta. Um, they signed Eric Harris, former Raiders safety, and they've acquired Lee Smith, former Raiders tight end. So, Yeah. A lot of Raiders uh, for, going elsewhere. A lot of late for a late round pick, and didn't they really haven't done a whole lot? Yeah, yeah. They they did get they did restructure Matt Ryan's contract. I feel like while we're on, then we can mention that because that's a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. So yes, free up some space. Mm-hmm. Let's see where they're at in cap space, real quick. They mm-hmm. are one point eight million under the cap. So, so <laughs> maybe oh, this hey. is without the Matt Ryan structure already. Yeah. Has that been fairly recent? Uh, yeah, that was, like, sometime in the last few days, I think. Okay. But it's been, yeah, his contract was, like, a big holdup on the able to do anything. So that's that's a nice little uh, fix for them. They may, they can actually, like, bring people back and shit. So, but yeah, quiet, pretty quiet for Atlanta. And moving on to Baltimore, they added Kevin Zeitler, who I believe was a guard for the mm-hmm. Giants. Is that right? Yep. And then uh, they traded for Josh Oliver, uh... He was a tight end on the Jags. All those Baltimore loves your tight ends. He was someone who, like, he was in, I can't remember which class it was. It was 2018, 2019. I think he and Dawson Knox were the same class. So that would be 2019, right? 
Uh, he was in the same class. Yeah. So as Dawson Knox, yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the he hasn't really gotten much of a chance to do much. So he may have a role in Baltimore. But yeah, so they love their tight ends. But a lot of departures for Baltimore. Uh, no more Yannick Ngakwe, Matt Judon, or uh, Jihad Ward. Is that how I pronounce it? Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, Mark Ingram and RG3 are also out. Although Mark right. Ingram was not really part of their plans the latter half of the year. Yeah, we expected that. Same with Judon as he became a free agent. We kind of yeah. expected him to leave and get paid somewhere else. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was a little surprised by Yannick. They didn't try to work things out and keep him there. Like, they just traded for him last year, but I guess they were just going all in on last year. Yeah, but he found a new home with uh, the Raiders, who are making some moves. But we'll get to them. Uh, next up, we've got uh, the Bills. How do you feel about what the Bills are doing? Um, they're, I mean, they're kind of just keeping their guys, restructuring some of the conta- uh, contracts. They got uh, Matt Milano on a long-year deal, and they brought in Emmanuel Sanders, so they've got all the uh, yak guys. Mm-hmm. All the yak. Yakety sacks over here. they got Emmanuel Sanders, what, they still got Beasley, and, uh, of course, Diggs. Diggs. Gabriel Davis, still, yeah. So, Sanders is a nice kind of replacement for John Brown there, I think. And, uh, yeah, they, so, Lee Smith, I know about your former Raider, was most recently on Buffalo, and he was on the outs there. <clears throat> so... Mm. Yeah, they but, haven't yeah. done a whole lot. They were kind of just trying to maintain the ship. Yeah, they're the they're a good they team. Have. They should just they should be maintaining. Yeah, <clears throat> they make and, a few slight tweaks here and there, which is where you see the Emmanuel Sanders ad, and they'll probably add another guy or two later on yeah. that are still floating around. <laughs> yeah, so a couple moves from them maybe. But Carolina added uh, Taylor Moten, Motown, and then Pat Elfline. Mm. <clears throat> Elfline's good. I think he was the center. Yeah, so they 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 definitely needed some uh, some O line improvement. So good good move on their part, I think. They're an interesting team as we don't necessarily expect them to be back with Teddy. Um, yeah, they they are one of the most sure teams to draft someone. I think. Absolutely, we keep we always bring up Trey Lance's go possibly going there. I know they still want Watson, but maybe they don't right now. Um, yeah, depending on. Yeah. Where that goes, but we'll get Where to that, that when, we, when we hit Houston. We can just double it up there. And then uh, Curtis Samuel on the outs mm-hmm. on his way to Washington, which we'll kind of hit on more when we get there. But we that was one of my happier moves to see over the weekend. Oh, definitely. We called that one. Yeah. Also, sorry, Elfline is a guard. Uh, they got I see him listed as both, year. for what it's worth. I, I see him listed as a guard some places in the center some places. Yeah, I think he's done both. Yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot of them do a lot of linemen will play both very solid interior linemen we'll say yeah. <laughs> so good to get the line back though need to get uh, some line excited to see what matt rule does down there so making some moves yeah. got some weapons they just need a quarterback yeah if, if whatever rookie quarterback they get is gonna have a lot of fun um oh yeah speaking of fun offenses we moved to cincinnati who has yeah. added some defensive help with uh See Mike Hilton and Chidobio Wuzier and Trey Hendrickson. So. Oh yeah. Hendrickson's they, good. He was from the uh, Saints, I believe. I think so. Yeah. They they needed a lot. Of, they needed a lot of defensive help. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Their their yeah defense was purged of players the year or so before that. So. 
Uh-huh. And then, yeah, all all name team, Chidobi Awuzie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what a great name. I love it. It's a really awesome name. And then, yeah, Mike Hilton, you know, he's good. So a lot a lot of defensive assistance, which their defense <laughs> has some talent, especially, like, with Bates there and everything. So they could – they have a chance to step it up some. And if their defense can just be average <laughs> with a pretty good offense, then – yeah, they, they have some chances to actually like win more games. They just need, again, the offensive lines to stay healthy. Yes, really, really badly. They still have uh, Geno, right? They still have Geno Adkins. Oh, gosh, I don't even remember. Uh, like, they got rid of, they they lost Dunlap, but I think they still have Geno. Yeah, they do. So they got him and Hendrickson now. That's mm-hmm. a pass rush. Um, and DJ Reader, too. Uh, DT. Yeah. He's pretty solid. So they're getting the pass rush there, and I think their secondary is at least decent now with Mike Hilton. Trey Waynes will be coming back from injury. He missed all of last year after, I think, tearing his pec, which is, sounds awful. And, of course, oh, yeah. Jesse Bates being a great underrated free safety for yeah, them. Not easy. So, yeah, their defense like has a chance to actually be <laughs> be good again. So There we go. That'd be, that'd be funny if the Cincinnati was actually good this year. Not funny, but... I guess funny. I don't know. <laughs> well, then, uh, the other rumor is that Kenny Galladay might be headed there. He's yeah. Didn't they talking. only... The rumor was they only offered him one year, though. Right. Which seems to be, you know, a popular trend for some of these guys because the cap space is so low this year that they want a one-year deal and then they can readdress free agency next year. Yeah. Because um, with... With Boyd and uh, Higgins, if you add Galladay to that, that's a crazy good <laughs> trio. So oh yeah, that would be that would be fun. I think Cincinnati would be like a, a good spot for him. And then uh, obviously you mentioned losing Carl Lawson, and then John Ross. But you know, um, yeah, yeah. And then Chicago adds former Bengal Andy Dalton, uh, which yeah, <laughs> disappointing in the sense that it's not Watson or Russell Wilson or you know, a big name, but he's who they could afford, and he's still better than Trubisky. So still better than Trubisky. I think he's still a step up. Um, you know, if they were keeping a Rob, which is definitely in the air right now of what in he's gonna A-er. do A-er. in the air. <laughs> uh, you know, that'd be pretty fun to watch. But you know, we love Andy Dalton and root for him. So yeah, you know, still the best quarterback. Like I said, Trub- or, uh, Hey, Rob's had. Uh, Dalton did hold up AJ Green's value, so I don't. It's, it's, this doesn't like decimate a Rob, but he's not currently signing his franchise tender. So, got all hope he gets traded and he's added to the trade box on our on our sheet here soon. Oh yeah, but, hoping man. But a couple more kind of relatively quiet teams coming up. Uh, Cleveland added Dakaris. Uh, Dakaris. Uh, sorry, Tack McKinley. I can't Tack. say his full name for some reason. Tack McKinley. <laughs> I think it's the guitarist. I mean, anyway, um, Tack McKinley, as I will McKinley. call him, and then uh, John Johnson. So, just a little. Yeah, I think they're just kind of dude. waiting on injuries. They need some people to come back from injury. Yeah, some extra fortitude. What wasn't Tack McKinley? Uh, the mm-hmm. one who's like tweeting about not being happy in Atlanta or something, whatever it was. Yep. Yeah. And then the, he's been talking about the sacks he got. Yeah, or didn't get, or Did, didn't get. Yeah, so I only had this many sacks. <laughs> yeah, he really wanted out. So I think this honestly could be where formerly disgruntled veteran 
gets small prove it deal on new team plays way better next to a superior talent in Garrett. So I mean this this could be a nice uh revival year for him. That's true. Um we'll see. Or he could get cut like halfway also through true. the season. Yeah. <laughs> also an option. <laughs> but because yeah, aside from Garrett though, Cleveland had like no defensive front talent really, right? Like, I mean well, they have, they have one other guy. What's his name? They have uh, Sheldon Richardson. Sheldon, yeah, Richardson. I'm like, I think it's Sheldon Richardson, yeah. But they're pretty lacking in their front seven slash general interior pass rush. So they really need linebackers, really badly. Mm-hmm. They still have no linebackers as yeah, far as linebackers I'm aware. are hard to come by these days. Mm-hmm. But so move on to Dallas. Uh, obviously, the big thing was re-signing Dak, but no, I don't think any new additions. They obviously no longer have Dalton or uh, Awuzie. So, relatively quiet scene for Dallas. Yeah, their money is pretty much locked up between Elliott, Cooper, Dak, and uh, I believe... I mean, what's going on with Gallup? He still has one more year on I his I think so. Deal. Okay. I'm not positive. I can dig into that. But I think we, yeah, confirmed that before. Yeah, they still they, uh, one more. They're pretty much staying put. They just need health. <laughs> they're, just, they're just one of those teams where that getting hurt and then O-line the getting line. hurt really screwed them. Yeah, the O-line was, was hurt so much because it gave Dalton no chance. But. Let's, yeah, they're they're waiting on some people to come back. They, they still have Tyron Smith, Zach Martin, Lyle Collins, and the uh-huh. uh, now second-year guy Tyler Bayadaz. So they're like their line, if healthy, is solid. Yeah, they just need older, but solid. They just got to hope for a better bill of health next year. So, <laughs> Denver. Uh, so Philip Lindsay was going to be franchise tag, but they have rescinded that tag, so he's going to be a free agent, uh, free to go where he pleases. Patriots. Um, <laughs> I st- I, if he's got the chance, I just feel like that makes sense for some reason. But they added. They still got money. Yeah, they added Mike Boone, former uh, Vikings backup, but Ronald Darby is the most significant addition for them. Mm-hmm. Their defense was playing pretty well for a lot of last year. Um, just the offense didn't always support it. So, <laughs> Yeah, we think they need a new quarterback, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm really curious what their plan of attack is there. Because if, like, because we, we wanted, if, if Stafford, like, like if Denver was going to get a veteran, Stafford made a lot of sense, but... Yeah, so he was I, gone. He was the first one gone. Yeah, I assume they just draft someone at this point. They probably draft someone. I know they were big in the Watson sweepstakes too, but perhaps no longer. Um, but yeah, they. Uh, I don't know. Drew Locke just not hasn't really impressed. No. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of uh, not impressive, Detroit. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they they made a lot of moves, and I'm not sure how it'll go. Obviously, departures of. Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay, along with Stafford and Jesse James as well, but not as important. But yeah, they lose their passing attack, so yeah, they replaced it with Goff and Tyrell Williams to start, and then uh, J- they signed Jamal Williams recently, so he's probably going to be, I just assume like carry on, or not carry on, sorry, uh, Swift's backup. <laughs> Gosh, carry yeah. on, what a what a Freudian slip there. And then they also added Josh Hill and traded for Michael Brockers, so that's a. Yeah, adding yeah. Michael Brockers is nice. All the former Rams there. All of them. They got so many Rams on that team. They're the L.A. North. 
Yeah, just yeah. Don't don't piss off McVeigh or you're you're to the Lions with you. You're going to the Lions. <laughs> there was a video, like a nine minute video of like Stafford kind of like thanking the city of Detroit and the Lions and everything. And um, there's a segment on like like him like thanking coaches and stuff, and Patricia wasn't in it. <laughs> oh, of course not. <laughs> so. Yeah, people are like, why wouldn't he want to go to the Patriots? I'm like, I can tell you exactly why. Matt Patricia's still there. Matty P. Fat Patricia. <laughs> Fatty P. But uh, <coughs> so Yeah, fuck that guy. Agreed. Within the division, though, uh, Green Bay, not really much change. Like we said, no Jamal Williams now. But they re-signed Aaron Jones, which I did not see coming, and I think it's a terrible move. I agree. I thought they should have kept Jamal... Rolled with him and Dylan. Yeah, and or don't draft AJ fucking Dylan. Like right. shit, guys. Why did you draft Dylan so high last year if you're gonna keep Jones? They literally wasted their first two picks. <coughs> like, we shot on him when it happened, but now, like, I shit on him even more. Even more. Deserve all the shit. Who what is you your GM that? doing? There is so some level of huge dysfunction in their organization. I don't know where, but there's some people not seeing eye to eye. Probably owner and GM or something butting heads. Like, it's got to be that. Just because there's no reason you pick Jordan Love and A.J. Dillon with your first two picks. When you have Aaron Rodgers and you're going to resign Aaron Jones. I, I don't understand it it's whatsoever. It's like... It was, it was, they were bad. We gave them a lot of shit when the picks happened, and they're even worse now. Well, yeah, because, like, your team is in a very small window of opportunity where you just need a few other pieces to get over the hump into the Super Bowl, and you use your first two, the most valuable picks in the draft, obviously, on players that have no immediate impact. Yeah, now, the Jordan only thing Love I'll say about, like, game day like, inactive. At least A.J. Dillon right. contributed, but, like... <clears throat> like the only thing I'll say about the Dylan pick is Jones did take less money to stay with the Packers and maybe they didn't anticipate that. Yeah. They anticipated him wanting to get paid and going somewhere else, but I don't know, man. What are the Packers doing? Dude, like and that money that money could have been used on a receiver. Any man. just a, just one receiver, please. I, I think getting, you know, Galladay or even Fuller or Maybe Juju. Adding someone. Like if you get if you can get Will Fuller, that's gonna help your team way more than Aaron Jones will. Like I'm not I like Aaron Jones, but Will Fuller's gonna be more of a help. <laughs> yeah, I mean especially with what you already have that you drafted running back. Yeah, I think the gap between like Fuller and MVS is bigger than the gap between like Aaron Jones and your like a combo of Williams and, and uh AJ Dillon. Yeah. They've got, like, AJ Dillon looked good. Yeah. I thought and he like, was ready to be the number one this year with Jamal Williams as your Bilal Powell slash Giovanni Bernard, yeah. you know, and like, RB2 guy. And, of course, there's, <laughs> only, there's always a discussion of, like, positional importance of, like, a good receiver matters more than a good running back. Again, like, if their talents are equal, the receiver matters more. There's always that, like, kind of whole debate of how much do running backs matter. And so I, I had, like, a thought on that recently of, like, if it's just, like, re- if, gosh, I can't remember what my like, my uh, point was on it, but I'll remember it at some point and we'll get back to it. But well, I it was, was about to say like if I look at the Titans and how amazing Derrick Henry is, if they don't have AJ Brown on that team, like 
Derrick Henry doesn't have a 2,000-yard season. No, yeah. <laughs> so, like, a good running back is helpful, but... Sure. The, but... It, it, like, the, it's like an exponential curve where, like, at a certain point, like, it plateaus a lot. And then it, like, cuts back up. There's, like, there's... If you're okay, cool. And if you're really good, that's good, but it's not a huge amount better. But, like, if you're elite elite, there's enough of a difference, I think. Where, like, you have guys like Chubb and Barkley who can add so much more to a touch. Yeah. But that's, you know, rare. And you have to have the pieces the pieces in place. I think, like, the value of a running back changes based on the team you have. But Yeah, so we're just shitting on Green Bay right now because, you know, they're, they deserve it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, anyway, Houston. A lot of stuff. Um, Holy Toledo. And a lot of it's centered around what happens with Deshaun Watson. So there's been a lot of stuff recently about Deshaun Watson. Um, I think Not you're. I think you're we more in, expecting. Yeah, you're more in touch on all this than I am. So you go ahead here. Well, yeah. So I mean, we've all been keeping track with Deshaun Watson and where he's going to go, and he doesn't want to play in Houston because it's being run by a tyrannical preacher, which is really weird. And then a day or two ago, there were sexual assault allegations that came out against Watson, and the immediate take was like, "All right, is is this from his camp? Is he trying to tank his own value?" Like the first thing that came out was from him. Um, before there was even a lawsuit assigned. Yeah, there was so like I think <clears throat> it, uh, someone put something on Instagram, and he instantly responded to that before any legal action happened. I think. Right. So people are like, "All right, this is kind of weird," but of course, you know, in most cases, he'll be aware of these before the media is, um, and the lawsuits. And it's getting worse because there's now a third lawsuit yeah. that's out that alleges not only, you know, harassment, but also full-on sexual assault um, with masseuses. And <clears throat> this is not looking good, at least in my eyes. This last one here is really damning um, alleged sexual misconduct and assault and, quite frankly, rape on a masseuse. Um <clears throat> Yeah, this is, you're just going to have to wait and see how it plays out, but this is just throwing a huge wrench into the whole Deshaun Watson saga. We have no idea uh, what is going to happen next. Uh, yeah. He could be, he could find a settlement and be completely fine, or he could be out of the NFL entirely. Yeah, um, there is a <clears throat> an absurd range of outcomes for this it's just in general because he his first instagram post he said he denied like a six-figure settlement demand previously right so he must feel confident that like nothing bad will come of this legally if that was the case i assume but obviously this will play out in court and in the legal process Um, it might be a while till there's a resolution I have no clue if the NFL will let him play, practice, be the facility. I have no clue because the NFL has no consistency on this, and they usually fuck it up. <laughs> um, and so, yep. yeah, he may be a Houston starter. He may hold out. He may be out of the NFL. He may be somewhere else. Um, really, I really have no fucking clue at this point. Um, yeah, we are lost. This is bizarre. 
and unexpected and really just awful. I really hope that these are not legitimate, even though the the fact that there are three now is kind of yeah concerning. Really, really concerning. And so. not what we thought about Deshaun Watson at all. So we're just waiting to see what comes out next. Yes, I. <clears throat> Gosh. Yeah. It's fucked up. It is. It's really especially fucked if up. it's true. It's super fucked up. Yeah. So. Don't be an asshole and don't be a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard to be a decent person. Yeah, and people we will. really struggle with that. Yeah, we'll see what comes of this. Um, if you <laughs> if you've got Deshaun Watson, you pretty much have to sit and wait. Yep. So it's funny though that you did mention whether or not you should trade him. Yeah. I'm not, like, <laughs> and like, I'm like, man, you probably ago. should have at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. TBD. Houston though, uh, you know, has made a lot of other moves uh, despite that, and is just sort of trucking along they actually added a ton of people um, yeah first they did get their quarterback which i presume will be the starter in 2021 that's tyrod taylor yes tyrod <laughs> um, who D- depending on who you ask <laughs> yeah <laughs> or what mood he's in <laughs> tyrod tyrod whatever yeah um he the man often replaced by rookie quarterbacks the reverse is patrick <laughs> The reverse. <laughs> <laughs> he is honestly because like he's he, he also is like way safer with the ball. Like he plays opposite, and his like arcs are always opposite. So yeah, he plays safe. He doesn't turn the ball over. He's not really like a slinger, but he's you know steady, confident, like uh, reliable quarterback. He is the anti Fitzpatrick. Yeah. And he gets replaced. He's not the guy who comes in and steals the job. He's the guy who gets the job and then, you know, gets an injection into his lung and the rookie yeah. comes in. Oh, dude, that was so mad, like, wild. <clears throat> but at least Herbert was super good. Um, at least Herbert was super good. Yeah, but before we hit the rest of these, um, I, I want to clarify again that if we, we definitely condemn anything Sean Watson did if it comes out as true and we, of course, like, empathize with the you know alleged victims and air towards siding with them in pretty much every scenario of this just to make it clear how we stand on these things so yeah it's unacceptable and uh they should not be employed and making lots of money if that's the case so yeah yeah at least that is yeah so we'll uh yeah at this point it's still very young in the process very new so we'll have to see where it goes from here Mm -hmm. just a heavy heart i'm just like wow I did not want to have to read that. Yeah, it's it just sucks a lot. So, yeah. you know, as we'll obviously provide updates as we get them. So, but anyway, so rest of the additions here, um, a lot of kind of not as important ones, but some big ones. So like Mark Ingram, Andre Roberts, you know, some extra additions. We got mm-hmm. Justin Britt, Justin McRae. Um, McRae. Yeah. They, 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 like, went nuts with a lot of guys that I admittedly, like, wasn't sure of who exactly they were. <laughs> but, um, see, they added, uh, so they traded for Shaq Lawson. Yes. And Marcus Cannon. Yep. Also Ryan Izzo. They've also added Derek Rivers, Malik Collins, Christian Kirksey, Terrence Mitchell, and Terrence Brooks. Say so Kirksey's a good linebacker, and Andre Roberts is a great returner. He's a yes. kick returner almost exclusively. He's as very good. he doesn't fumble. Yes. 
I'm a little surprised the Bills didn't bring him back. Um, but, you know, what can you do? Yeah, but they... I, the Bills, like, I, I wonder if they, like, think that uh, Gabriel Davis might kind of do some returning. I have no clue. Hmm. Maybe he won't, but I, th- I could see him being decent in that role. Or, I mean, they, they, do, they, do, got, they do have Cole Beasley, too. Yeah, they've got a bunch of returners mm-hmm. that they could probably make some things work. Yeah. I, I think it's nice, though, to have someone who is your designated kick and punt returner yes. who's very good at it. I like having that. For sure. And then they also traded <clears> for... <throat> Ryan Izzo, past head didn't really do a whole lot. And then they've lost. J.J. Watt, obviously. Uh, they cut Darren Fells just today. It's on the mm-hmm. 18th as you record this. And uh, Bernardrick McKinney. Bernardrick's a good name. Um, Bernardrick. Yeah. And then uh, moving across the division, we have the Colts, who traded for Wentz. That's obviously the big, huge one. Uh, and they've lost Philip Rivers, who retired. And then Jacoby Brissett is now a Dolphin. <laughs> I was surprised they didn't re-sign Brissett. Because they kind of like him as their backup and do some goal line stuff, but yeah, but you know, maybe they like Eason. Yeah, that that was my next thought. Was I guess they feel decent enough about Eason that they will roll with him as the backup. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I I think he and Wentz have actually I don't want to say similarities, but I think they both work well in this system. I should say. Mm. So, because they're definitely like different players play style wise. But I think they both fit the Colts well. Although it's hard to not fit the Colts, I guess. <laughs> They're a good team. Um, they are a good team. But I know you said uh, you you think one of these receivers at once is going to love, right? Oh, yeah. I texted you this earlier in the week. But I think um, him and Michael Pittman are just going to be a very natural, very natural pairing that uh, got him in fantasy. Excellent. I think Pittman's going to start stepping up there. Especially with the, I mean, I kind of expect T.Y. to potentially come back um, because he's testing free agency. But as we said, the market isn't great right now and cap space is lower than normal. The GM has said, like, we want the opportunity to match what other teams offer you because they want to bring T.Y. back. Mm -hmm. Um, So unless it's an exorbitant pay, which I don't expect it would be given that he's 32 and you've got other big-name receivers out there with a lower market. My expectation is T.Y. will be back. Even with that, I think the, the natural pairing will be Pittman and uh, and Wentz. Mm-hmm. PPR machine, Pittman. Yeah, it's going to be... I think, it'll, I think it'll be a fun pairing, and I'm excited for Wentz's potential to kind of turn things around. I think he can. I, yeah, I, I, he's I'm not I'm going to stand on that ground that Wentz is not... He was hurt, but he's not done. Yeah. Although I do think that we mentioned Eason. If you're in Dynasty trying to trade for Eason, might be a decent idea because his value is probably fairly suppressed with the deal once got. And so you're literally just trading for a backup. But in the chance that, like, if he does suck or get hurt again, mm-hmm. like, if you're a Superflex, like, I think Eason's a good trade target right now. Yeah. Be like sneaky. a Superflex Dynasty, yeah. So. But moving on, we've got a couple NFC West teams, sorry, AFC West teams. Uh, we've got the Chiefs, who pretty much did some line swaps. They added Thune and then signed the recently, uh, now I guess now unretired Kyle Long, and then uh, are no longer with Mitchell Schwartz and Eric Fisher, as those do have a cut. So, and then, oh, I guess they signed Elijah McGuire as well. <laughs> Just now, yeah, a one-year deal. Because they cut uh, Damian Williams, yeah. right? Uh-huh. He, he makes sense for <clears throat> the Chiefs running back group. 
I mean, he would be 29, right, by the time I mean, the season think, starts yeah. at least. And he sat out, yeah, he because he, he sat out last season because he his, his mom was going through like cancer treatment, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so very very good solid reason to set out a season, of course. Yeah, I don't want to expose myself to a potentially dangerous virus with my mom undergoing cancer treatment. Yeah, totally respect that. Uh huh, for sure. Good move there, Damien. So. They had. I, I know we joked that uh, when they cut Damien, I'm like, what if they just clicked the wrong D.A. Williams running back? Right. <laughs> I need to get rid of this Williams guy. All right. Shit. <laughs> oh, wrong one. Man, he dropped that pass. Oh, no, wrong one. It's the wrong Williams. Yeah. I know we joked that D.A. Williams. Duh, Williams. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Chargers moving around the division. Uh, obviously lost Hunter Henry, but just today replaced him with Jared Cook. Um Makes sense, I guess. And then uh, they also added Corey Lindsley and Matt Failer? Filer? Feeler? Mm-hmm. Barely know her? Um, <laughs> Filer, I barely know her. <laughs> um, yeah, Lindsley's a huge ass. Yeah, that's that's the, the main one here. He is a great center. He was with the Packers for years, and uh, they 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 lost Pouncey, right? Who was their center for a yeah, while, but he was. Both had the Pounceys retired, problems. I think. Mm hmm. So that's a great move for them is getting Lindsley. And I think Jared Cook is a nice solid replacement too for Hunter Henry. He's obviously not the long term tight end answer, but for this year, I mean, he's very serviceable. Yeah. He's still pretty good. He's cheaper. So, yeah, it still gives them room to make more moves. And I said also a lot of sign Corey Lindsley. They they actually have the fourth most cap space right now. I don't know if it's totally updated, but they still have (laughs) 33 million in cap space. So they could still make a big move. Which could be one of these receivers. Yeah. I mean, they are, you know, sticking with Keenan and Mike I Williams. Mike Williams. So they picked and... up his fifth-year option. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just thinking, like, Will Fuller also would be hilarious there. Oh, God, dude. I know, I know be... when we previously did one, I can't remember if that was one of my favorite spots for him or not. That is an excellent spot for him. Herbert would be able to throw that to him yeah. all day with ease. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I wrote down my favorite would be the Chargers for him. Yep. Well, that so. would be excellent for them. <laughs> That'd be a fun time. But, oh, they also did uh, cut Casey Hayward. Oh, okay. That is important. Pretty, no. pretty good at, in the cornerback position for them, but yeah. definitely getting older. Yeah. So he's definitely had some pretty high-end years. There's um there's sort of a, an abundance of aging cornerbacks that are available in free agency. I think Richard Sherman, um, Casey Hayward. Um, I don't know if AJ Bouye is still floating around. You've got a you've got a plethora of these <laughs> cornerbacks available. Good word, good word. That are they're older, but a lot of them were really good, and I think could still be used. So I think in the later free agency days, you might see a whole bunch of them just get signed. Yeah, there's always that like second wave of free agency. Where it's a lot of vets kind of getting assigned somewhere. Mm-hmm. Try to skip out on training camp, you know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So we go. Uh, still in LA, actually. We don't go anywhere. We stay in LA <laughs> and uh, have the Rams, who have acquired Stafford. Stafford. Yep. Obviously, gave up the house for him, and uh, no longer have Malcolm Brown or Samson Ekubom, who I think made his way to. Uh, Seahawks maybe I could check but yeah Stafford's a big addition we've talked about this one a lot already uh, he went to the Niners <clears throat> oh Niners okay I was, other NFC West that yeah, was yeah. close um, so yeah he's on the Niners 
But anyway, pretty good. Stafford. He was pretty good as a, I think, linebacker. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we yeah. So he broke down the Stafford one a lot. Huge move for them. This is their this is their push to win the yep. Super Bowl. Let's go, Stafford. Stafford. My Stafford jersey's on the way, by the way. Oh, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Lions, of course. Gotcha. I, <laughs> I was I was like, what's I think it looks Lions. way cool. I I just I don't like the Rams colors as much, but no, I yeah. I always wanted a Stafford jersey. Um, for our league that we do for fantasy, whenever someone wins, we'll get them a jersey. And I won it the first year, but, you know, we weren't really established at that point. So I said, you know what? While I get this jersey for the other guy who won this past year, who got a Terry McLaurin jersey, which I was, that's super nice. awesome. Good pick, good pick. Um, helped him win the league. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go back and get myself a jersey that for the time that I won. Mm-hmm. And I picked my... My man, my, one of my favorite quarterbacks ever, Matt Stafford. Man, I hope he wins the Super Bowl. Yeah, I would love that. Now, so was Stafford on your team that year as well that you won or no? Um, that year he was. Uh, that was back in 2012. Gotcha. Our first year we did it, I think. I had Stafford and... That was his nutso year, right? Yeah, he was nuts that year. Yeah, that year I had AP and like cool. Calvin Johnson. <laughs> and that's Stafford. a yeah. that's a throwback crazy good team there. But. <laughs> that was Adrian Peterson's. It was his return from his ACL tear, and he had an amazing year. Yeah, his big year. Then yeah, Stafford. <clears throat> that was the season after they had like gotten the new collective bargaining agreement, and, like off season was shorter, right? Mm-hmm. So big numbers. And so, yeah, next up we've got Jacksonville, who we assume will have Trevor Lawrence, and then all their moves are kind of centered around that, we think. So they did right. lose DJ Chark. I think we, uh, we, we got to put that in there, right? Or, I didn't have they know lost that. Him yet or no? Did they lose him? Actually, I don't know if it's official yet. I think they will be losing DJ Chark. Or, what? hold on. Let me double check, because there was something about him going to Baltimore. So I could be wrong. Whoa, that would be um, huge. I did not know that. Um, okay, apparently I missed the part where they <coughs> shot down the trade rumors. Never mind. Okay, so there were trade rumors about him leaving. Yeah, because um, we thought there was something about him going to Baltimore, but apparently they shot down the trade rumors. Whoa, I was like, whoa! <laughs> I had missed a real big right. one there. So my bad, DJ Shark <coughs> is staying. Sorry to uh, alarm anybody there. <laughs> but yeah, so they have DJ Shark still. They signed Marvin Jones into our set. Um, no Aaron Jones, like I'd thought slash hope for uh they did sign carlos hyde um so i guess i guess kind of he and james robinson are fairly similar i guess and then they signed <laughs> shaquille griffin as well yeah shaquille griffin's the big one they finally got a cornerback out there to help uh the rookie cj henderson so they don't just yeah. have one rookie corner as their as the back line of their defense um, but the Marvin Jones ad, I think is the most substantial because him yeah. and Trevor Lawrence to me seem like a very natural pairing. Yeah. Marvin nice, Jones. Yeah. Older, but still great. Yeah. I mean, the receiving group is so young too. I think having a, like an established veteran receiver for a rookie quarterback is going to be helpful. He's got amazing hands and great route running. Yeah. I, mean, I don't never see him drop the ball. And if they ever play the Vikings, <laughs> you're going to Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. And then uh, they also traded for uh, Malcolm Brown. Malcolm? C-O-M. No, no second L there. Um, for the, to the Saints. Malcolm from the Saints. Brown. Malcolm Brown. Yeah. Uh, defensive tackle there. So, yeah, I'm curious how the Jags are this year. Like, I have no fucking clue how they're going to do this year. 
I like have it. no idea. I'm, you know, of course a hater, so I want them to implode because I don't really like their owner that much. And... Yeah, they're they're a mess organizationally anyway. So yeah, <laughs> but you never know. I mean, getting Trevor Lawrence, the the line isn't you know bad. They've got a, I think they restructured Andrew Norwell to free up some space. Uh, good lineman. So uh, who knows? Their defense still sucks though. Mm-hmm. Even with you know adding Shaquille Griffin, they still don't really have a defense. No, yeah, they still suck. Um, but <laughs> moving down the state to Miami, a lot of moves. Obviously, no Fitzpatrick now, but they have replaced them with Brissett, and they add Malcolm Brown, former Rams <laughs> running back. And mm-hmm. recently, they signed uh, Matt Skura, former uh, Ravens center. Yeah, to me, the Skura ad is the biggest. Yeah, that's pretty. That line, that, <clears throat> their yeah. line was Garbo. Yeah, pretty pretty rough. And then they've also traded for Isaiah Wilson and Bernardrick McKinney. <laughs> Isaiah Wilson's just like a shot in the dark. Like, hopefully we can make this guy turn it around. He's been discussed as one of the worst draft busts of all time. Yeah, like it's one of those... Uh, so Eric Flowers, not Eric Fisher. I always mix those two up. But we've talked about this before. But yeah, Eric Flowers is the bust. I wonder if I'll move him to guard. Because sometimes like with tackles who are butts, like moving them to guard is sometimes a solution. Yeah, a possible solution. So I wonder if that'll happen. But they've also lost Shaq Lawson. But mm. so we'll see. I'm really curious how this team goes because they were kind of ahead of schedule last season. Yeah. Um, they also spent uh, spent a ton last season in free agency, so it may take a year to click. Because it wasn't like a debacle where everything went to shit. It was just there were moments it fell apart. And also, yeah. I think if they can develop to a little better and trust them more and get the offense going more. Like, because the offense, like, there's not much there. There wasn't much there, like, in fairness. So they need they need to make an addition on the offense still. And they've got, let's see, they still got, like, 22 million of casties to do it. So they they should be making a huge push for one of these receivers that are still left. If They, they really should. I expect them to make a huge push for Kenny. Yeah, it's um, a big mistake if they don't, in my opinion. Yeah. Because you know what? They've got Gesicki. They got the tight end locked up that's you know not locked up but you know they've got that position secured and he's mm-hmm. really good but outside of that i mean Devonte parker like i don't think they would miss him if they replaced him with someone great and outside of him it's really a shit show they yeah, need to get one of these guys is Devonte <clears throat> parker still in a contract too right yeah i believe he is so adding someone to him would be uh nice probably mandatory i would say yeah i would say mandatory yeah. Go get Kenny, go get Juju. Those are the two I think would work the best. I don't know if Fuller would be as good there. I'd prefer him on, like, the Chargers, but... Um, they need someone. They need someone. Uh-huh. And, uh, so next up we've got Minnesota before we get to uh, Miami's divisional partner that went nuts. So, yeah, Minnesota had a very... I would say a very Minnesota free agency or a very, at least, Mike Zimmer free agency getting all... Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's all this defensive stoutness. Yeah. Um, very think, quiet under the radar, just adding these defensive guys like yeah. quietly. I think there's a, there's a lot of good signings because their offense is good. Their offense is fine. Mm-hmm. Again, you can, sometimes maybe you can always improve the line, but um, yeah, their defense suffered a lot last year, especially in the interior. So adding Dalvin Tomlinson, Nick Vigil, Stephen Weatherly, and uh, Pat Pete, Patrick Pat Peterson Pete. being a bit, like added. That was a recent one that I think was pretty good too, because their corners sucked last year they were awful they they got better towards the end but the first like 10 games they were just shit 
<laughs> we were like, like, this is one of the worst secondaries in the NFL. They like, were play so your receivers bad. against this team. Yeah. So they need him desperately. But I think improving the defensive front some as well helps. Dalvin Tomlinson's very good. He yeah. was a guy that I was hoping I like him a lot there. he might get traded from the Giants. Because um, I just think the Giants suck. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, but uh, he's great in the run game. Like, he's a run stopper. Mm-hmm. So that, that's they that, got the two that'll... Dalvins, one that runs the ball and one that stops the run. <laughs> so, that's how to remember it. <laughs> They're all related to running. But... <laughs> Next up, we've got probably the splashiest team of free agency, which is kind of hilarious to say: uh, New, New England Patriots. My um, God, what are they doing? <laughs> yeah, so they traded for Trent Brown, of course, which mm-hmm. huge move for them. Again, Raiders. I don't, anyway, um, so they've added Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne. Which Kendrick Bourne, I just that make he makes sense for the Patriots. Like, oh yeah, that just seems like a very like Tom Brady Patriots move. Aguilar is interesting. Um, I thought the Raiders would end up resigning him. They replaced him with John Brown, which I like. I'm cool with that for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I didn't see them paying Aguilar uh, two year, twenty six million. Uh, a lot of it's I think it's incentive based. I don't think it's very heavily guaranteed. But I guess maybe they think they can harness what he showed last year because yeah he definitely had a career year last year um late yeah winter. but the big moves were adding joe new smith and hunter henry and hunter henry yo that's the that's the crazy one um like because <laughs> i was all joe smith they're like oh perfect cam to joe new patriots let's fucking go and then we saw well, hunter good. henry we're like are they trying to recreate this again <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, bizarre to me that they went out and spent all this money on two tight ends. Um, this is like something I would do in fantasy. This is like <laughs> me running. You're like, team. I love this. The two tight end set, baby. Um, they're both really good. They're also like number three and four in terms of contract pay for tight ends. It's like Kittle and Kelsey, or sorry, Kelsey Kittle. And then you've got Janu and Hunter Henry. Yeah. Right beneath them, so they're paying these guys twenty five million a year, basically. Uh, and then we were both wrong that it, and it's not Kyle Rudolph, which I don't think he's landed anywhere, has he? He is not. He's still floating around there. So, I guess we'll see kind of him be a replacement somewhere. Maybe he ends up replacing Jonu. Who knows? So, yeah. I mean, hey, maybe he goes to the Jets. I think he would work great with that Shanny esque whole thing. And, uh, yeah, I think I think the assumption is I think we're kind of assuming no Herndon there, but he hasn't officially been cut or anything, has he? <laughs> No, I think they're kind of like, was it all Gase? We're not sure. Yeah. He might stick around, and I think he's still a rookie. But Yeah, it's always might... reasonable to consider the Gase factor when wondering why a player was mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> but they also made a lot of other additions, especially on defense. You want to run through the, their defensive additions? Um, I think the biggest one is getting Matt Judon from the Ravens. That does imply that they'll be running a 3-4 uh, yeah. primarily this year because that's his specialty um which makes sense because they've got hightower uh they've got judon they're putting henry anderson on the line there as a pass yeah. rush and they've got all these they got van noy back <laughs> right <laughs> um got kyle van noy back <sighs> what a tragedy what a tragedy <laughs> he's so good um Dietrich Wise jr as well and i don't know devon godchow but he's got a crazy cool name yeah. What is it? Yeah, is it like, how's it pronounced? Is it Godchow, Godcho? That's how I said Godchow, but I don't know. 
Yeah, it's like that, like, A-U-X, like, pass me the ox, but, like, it's definitely not like that. I think, mm-hmm. I thought it was an, made an O sound, but I don't know. Either way, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Pretty cool name. Pretty um, cool name. And then Jalen Mills as well. Dude, I don't know if he mentioned them or not. So, a lot of additions, ton of free agent spend. And they also re-signed Cam Newton um, to a deal worth up to $13.6 million. The base is 5.1, and a lot of... Other stuff there. There's two million signing bonus, a million and a half guaranteed, a million and a half in total per game roster bonuses, uh, and then a hundred thousand workout bonus. That's how it breaks down. And then uh, eight point five million in incentives. So yeah, he has a very heavily incentive based contract, and apparently his contract does not even imply that he is the starter, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, so um, a, lot, a lot could change with the scenario on Cam. So, yeah, but they're putting him in a much better position to succeed than last year. Because, man, he had no chance last year. We saw Tom Brady, who looked great last year, look like shit New England for for his final year there. So, yeah, no, I mean his last year in New England, it wasn't great, and there was no one around him. And you do the same thing with Cam, and he didn't look great, and people are shitting on Cam. But I want to see what he looks like with this new team of all these new players. Mm-hmm. You've got another lineman. You've got two new wide receivers, two new studly tight ends. Yeah, which Cam has has historically liked big targets. Yeah, because um, he his like I don't know, like tight accuracy. Like his he's not pinpoint accurate a lot of the time, and so I think that helps him because he can get the ball where it needs to be. But sometimes it's like general accuracy rather than pinpoint. So mm-hmm. having Jonu and Hunter Henry. And previously, like Greg Olson, he even he on he helped Funches and Calvin Benjamin be relevant. Like he will make good use of a big target. So I think that makes a lot of sense for the Patriots to kind of reharness their two tight end sets, and then which it also makes it fun because you can run a two tight end set, and you have the threat of them both catching or Cam running, which makes a lot of sense in my opinion. So yeah, I think Kendrick Bourne. Yeah, Kendrick Board is also like a good, like reliable slot target, and I think that kind of is also an indictment on uh, Julian Edelman's like long-term, like status, health, of the team kind of thing. Yeah, he, <clears throat> he reportedly does want to come back, but uh, I don't know. He's getting yeah. pretty old. Is He's Julian been very Edelman injured. a Hall of Famer? <sighs> Fucking hate that argument, man. God, got that he won that MVP. It's hilarious. Super, <laughs> the Super Bowl, but Super Bowl MVP. Um, not every, not all of them are uh, are Hall of Famers. Anyway, uh, New Orleans, a lot of losses. Mostly losses. Yeah, um, they did retain Jameis. Yeah, and Taysom Hill, which the Taysom Hill contract is hilarious <laughs> because it's like a weird thing where like he barely gets any of the actual money, but like it's like that for like cap manipulation reasons or something. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know all the specifics, but it's pretty funny. They just keep restructuring it. Yeah. Oh, man. I expect Jameis to be the starter. Yeah, I'll I think that is the expectation. I don't know if the organization just kind of come out and mentioned it, but he's expected to be the starter, barring him doing anything fucking stupid again. Um, <laughs> Stop trying to sell me on Taysom Hill. <laughs> I'm not buying it. I won't yeah. buy it. I won't do it. I will die on this Taysom Hill. I will die on this Taysom Hill. Uh, so anyway, so they've lost Breeze, who retired. I think officially now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sanders. Nick Easton, Josh Hill, Jared Cook, Janoris Jenkins, Colin Alexander, Thomas Morstead, Sheldon Rankins, and Trey Hendrickson. See, not even the punter survived it. Yeah. They lost their punter. 
So, yeah, they yeah. so they re-signed Hurst and Marcus Williams as well. But yeah, they James like Lyman James Hurst I should say. And so yeah, they're not not a lot for the Saints to be happy about right now. Um, next up, we've got the Giants. Who so as we were talking about New England and their tight ends, the Giants uh, are signing former Vikings tight end Kyle Rudolph. There we go. Which. It's interesting because they had previously said like a week or two ago they were going to keep featuring Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. So maybe they want to go to tight end. I don't know. <clears throat> but, <clears throat> yeah, he has found a home with the Giants now. Kyle, can you teach this guy how to catch? <laughs> we'll pay you to teach him how to catch. Kyle! <laughs> Kyle! So, yeah, they have a they have reliable hands there now. Um Although they do have John Ross. They do have John Ross. Ross. I was to say, they do have John Ross too, though. Yeah. So maybe not. Although we did, we we both joked about. I think the general thing about John Ross was like, just put him on the Chiefs. He's fast. Um, they obviously <laughs> lost Kevin Zeitler. Um, they added Mike Glennon as backup, and then Devontae Booker as also backup. Um, I guess kind of just more Barkley insurance there. But, I'm glad they did get Booker because when they lost Barkley last year, it was awful. Their run game died. Yeah, Goldman looked fine, but he's not explosive. And Booker, Booker, for all his downsides, is definitely more explosive. We saw him have some flashes of the Raiders. He's a pretty good pass catching back, so I think he he, fit, he had that's what they want him for. Mm-hmm. They want they want someone who can catch passes one out of the backfield when Barkley's not in the game, and that's what Booker kind of gives them. So. For sure. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Rudolph's interesting. I wasn't expecting that. It makes their team better. It does. He's good at blocking. He's a veteran presence. He's big. And yeah. Big. Yeah. Big. Nice security blanket for uh, Danny there. And then I know there's been some talk about Galladay maybe landing with the Giants, but TBD. TBD. Yeah, the, all I hear right now is the Giants, the Bengals, and the Dolphins for Kenny. Um, and of the three, I would want the Bengals because I want, I, you know, love Joe Burrow and think he's great uh-huh. and that would make me very happy. But, you know, the Giants are probably going to make a push for him as well. I do think they're, I think they're losing Golden Tate this year if they haven't already. Yeah, I think he's a free agent right now, right? Yeah. And their wide receiver groups just, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, just, uh, it's not up to par because Sterling Shepard and um oh what's his name uh, the guy like Slayton Darius Slayton Darius Slayton. good but they're not like alphas you know so I think adding adding a pretty good receiver too that would be nice but mm-hmm. uh other New York team the Jets they added Corey Davis yeah how do, you feel about, how do you feel about that oh man I'm ecstatic okay um that makes a lot it. of sense to me I mm-hmm. I was not anticipating it at all I was hoping for Juju um well, they could still add Juju yeah, they still could, but Corey Davis makes a space. ton of sense to me if they're implementing this sort of West Coast Shanahan LaFleurish scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, bringing in Corey Davis makes me think that they're going in with a plan of a certain offense they're trying to replicate. So I'm excited <laughs> about that. Um, I like that idea that they are they have a vision is what I'm trying to say. They have a yeah, vision. They have a clear direction, which is good. Right. Not something um, they just usually have. So wait, do you, th- do you think they're going to end up drafting a running back then if they're trying to replicate a certain system? I think they should. I do think they'll draft a running back. Whether they do that in the first round is probably suspect. But um, There's a lot of running back talent this year that I think they can get a good one in the second round. Right. I, I agree with that. Um, 
There was also something else I was going to say. Oh, I wanted them to get Judon because uh, they were doing a 3-4 last year, but apparently they are doing a 4-3, so they didn't even gotcha. contact him. Hmm. They went straight for Carl Lawson. Yeah. Which I, so yeah, how do you feel about the rest of their signings? Um, they still have a lot of cap space left, so they still have potential to make more moves. But yeah, how, how do you break down the rest of the, what they've done? I was upset they didn't get Thuni, but after seeing what he got paid, I understand why they didn't, because that is an absurd amount of cash that even if they matched it, you would still rather go to the Chiefs than the Jets, obviously. So there's no real hope for that. Um, but So they need a guard still. I hope they can address that. Um, but getting Carl Lawson is huge. All of these guys they signed are 26. They're all young and off their rookie deal and have a lot of room to grow, too. Carl Lawson will immediately kind of fill in with the 4-3 that they're going to bring in with uh, Salah's new defense. So that makes me really excited. He was great with the Bengals. Uh, he's not like your prolific pass rusher, but he gets pressure, um, and he does get in the backfield all the time. So I think having him with... Quinn and Williams, um, and potentially some of these uh, outside linebackers getting pressured, they actually have a pass rush this year. I'm excited. Yeah, and then their really only loss was Henry Anderson, who signed with uh, the Patriots. But so yeah, he's not, I, he was not that good, so I'm not that upset. <laughs> uh-huh. But yeah, so and, uh, is Juju kind of your favorite target left? Or, I mean, do you want them to get Galladay, or do you think Juju's the better target for them still right now? Um, I mean, I obviously love Galladay, but I kind of think Juju works a little better with their system. Especially if they're going to keep Darnold, because I know we've talked about wanting them paired <laughs> paired up. Right. And they've explicitly like, expressed interest in that pairing. But um, before we move on to the Raiders, who we have as Oakland, but obviously they're Vegas. We just had them as Oak. Um, Miss Trubisky found a home. Where do you think he went? Have you seen this blurb yet? If, if you haven't, let me know where you think he went. The Eagles? Uh, no, the Bills. <laughs> No way. <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. Mitchell Trubisky to the Bills. It makes sense as Josh Allen's backup. Yeah. Well then. Yeah, like cuz I mean you have running quarterback who Mitchell <laughs> Trubisky can get some distance on the ball. Like he like basically like Mitch Trubisky is what like I said Josh Allen is what people wanted Trubisky to be, right? Like <laughs> So I think it makes sense as a backup play. It's similar to, like, the Ravens adding RG3 for Lamar Jackson. It's the same type of idea, I think. So Interesting. Holy Toledo, the former MVP. <laughs> so, man, this is going to be... Uh, <laughs> if we get a Mitch Trubisky game, that's going to be hilarious. And I, I want to I see him... I really want to see Mitch Trubisky with that receiving core and watch how it goes with a different team, not the Bears, and see, like people shit on the bears if he has one good game anyway um so moving on the raiders um they're purging their o-line for some reason um don't know why they just are so yeah they they got rid of a bunch of guys now they were initially mentioned as being cut which we thought was very weird well rodney hudson especially rodney hudson like was listed as being cut for sure i think Trent brown might have been but yeah Brown, Hudson, and Gabe Jackson are all being traded, or all have, have been traded, I guess I should say. I don't know the, what it's official, but yeah, three of their starting linemen gone. Concerning, for sure. Um, and they also, I think you just threw it in, who they just added. Yeah, they also just added Kenny and Drake. 
which uh, makes me sad because Josh Jacobs is never going to catch a pass. Not that he was anyway, but now he's never going to catch one. Uh, I assume they'll use Kenyon Drake in that capacity a lot. Um, this has to just only hurt Josh Jacobs' value, I would say. What are they doing? I don't know. So they added John Brown, which I like. I like that. And yes. I like them adding Yannick Ngakwe. Also, I mean, Solomon Thomas is going to move. I like those signings. I Kenyon Drake's cheap. Let me see what the exact numbers were on it. It's, 24. Uh, I don't know if there's numbers on it yet. Looked like 24 million. For Kenny Drake? Or for John Brown? Oh, for Drake. Is it 11 million? I, I don't I would say, I, I just saw that it happened. I haven't seen the numbers on it. But John Brown's a cheap deal. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe is two years, 26 million. Solomon Thomas is a one year, 5 million. But um, yeah, I guess we'll see what Drake has. Let me know. Yeah, let me know if you find it exactly. If it is just 11 million. If it, if it is, that's an overpay. If it's two years, like, eleven million up to fourteen and a half. Okay. Eleven well, million guaranteed. Eleven million guaranteed to Kenyon Drake. Yep. God fucking fuck. Fucking what? shit. What are they doing? I don't understand. So I found this because I was looking at Marcus Mariota, who I am also hearing they is likely to get released. Um, they asked him to take a pay cut. So that's up in the air. He hasn't been released yet. Uh, Pat McAfee show just said that they're going to release him, but I don't know if that's official. And then uh, it led me to deal is two years, eleven million up to fourteen and a half million, including eleven million guaranteed for Kenyon Drake. What are they? I don't understand. This I'm glad all. Twitter started shitting on the Raiders management with the Trent Brown thing because I've been on that train. Yeah, and like. At least they're making free agent signings that make sense until this one. Like, the first three, I was like, you know, the lineman moves what uh, not great, but I'm cool with these three signings, and they do this shit. So I love this guy. He goes, yo, this is a steal, and then comments on himself and goes, but why, though? <laughs> I don't think it's a... That's bad. What the fuck? 11 million, yeah. That's a lot of guaranteed for yeah. Kenyon Drake when you've already got Josh Jacobs and... You're also you've also traded away most of your O line, so I didn't like I'm very confused. Yeah, maybe like get some O linemen, get a fucking running back. Like you're not running back, sorry, linebacker. I mean linebacker. they already have running backs now. Just the other back. Linebacker. The other back. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I'm yeah. If I'm their lost. draft is bad this year, I'm gonna just start going very like masochist, like masochist <laughs> on my old team kind of thing, like Jets fans did. Yep. I Man. know the feeling. I don't know what the... F uh, dude, I don't know how much is Mayock, how much is Gruden, but, like, when they signed Mayock, I was not a fan. But, man, I don't know who's calling the shots between them, but these are not good shots. Yeah. This is bad. There's so we, we said this in, like, earlier. There's some kind of disconnect going on between yeah. what they need and what they're doing, and it's, it's weird and bad, and they, I don't... I'm very confused right now. Yeah, I'm... I'm ready for this era to move on. <laughs> I know it's early. And, like, if they had made the playoffs this past year, I'd be feeling a lot different. But they blew so many games. That yeah, the end of the year, they just... They, they could yeah. have made the playoffs if they just didn't fuck shit up so badly. Yep. But no. Let's lose to the Dolphins in the last minute. Let's grab Fitzpatrick's face mask and turn his head fucking sideways. Have him do some Tony Hawk bullshit and complete a pass. <laughs> like, fuck, man. So, yeah, I don't... Unless they surprise me this year, 
and it works out and they make the playoffs. But, like, I don't think that's going to happen. Ah, because going into last year, you like I was a lot more down on them than you were, and they were ended up kind of in between. They looked like they were going to do well, and then ended up, you know. But yeah, the first half of the season, I'm like, all right, here we yeah. go, right, putting the thing together. Let's just make move the on. Playoffs. Year three. This team's tilting me too much. Philly, so <laughs> uh, they they got rid of Wentz. That's they got it. rid of Wentz. They have no money to do other stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah, San Fran added Alex Mack, which that's I like. I think that's a great move. Getting a good mm-hmm. center, always a good move. Uh, has kind of hurt him a bit, but he was like super good for the Falcons. And whatever he missed games, they sucked. So he was he was there most of the time. He yeah. did miss a few at the end of his time with uh, Atlanta, but he was very good. Former, very good. Former center. Jet as well, right? Uh, Brown. He was a former. Oh, Brown. 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 Okay. There might be another center I'm thinking of, but yeah. anyway. So and then they add, like I said, they added Samson, uh, Ebukam, Ebukam. Mm. Is it Ebukam or Ebukam? I think Ebukam. Anyway, yeah, uh, that, that was like a, it was like it's a weird sequence of letters. I had to like sound that one out phonetically, man. <laughs> okay, but yeah, it's quiet for them. Seattle. Um, okay, so actually, this is one of my favorite signings that's kind of under the radar. Gerald Everett is a great fucking fit for Russell Wilson. He is like I think he's like the perfect tight end for Russell Wilson in this team. Honestly, I love it. There we go. Because I one of my comments on him was. A team with no tight end talent needs to sign him, and Seattle fits that bill. I mean, I know they have Will Disley, but he's been hurt all the time, and they his plan wants to be blocking tight end. Greg Olson's retired now, I think. Um, I don't think Jacob Hall is just still there. I don't know, but Jared Elvert is now by far the most talented tight end they have, especially as a receiving threat there. So I like this fit to add him to Lockett and DK, and I'm assuming Wilson stays at this point, so... I would assume so. So there's some really interesting stuff that I that I stumbled across with the Russell Wilson saga. Apparently, him and um, what's his name Schneider is the the GM of the Seahawks. I think so. H- him and Pace, I think. Him and another GM were at Trey Lance's pro day, watching Trey Lance, mm. and it was immediately after that that the. Uh, Seahawks said we're not ah. trading Russ, <laughs> um, which is very interesting. Maybe that, like, maybe they were like eyeing Trey Lance or something. I don't know. Or maybe right, they as, just talked to the Bears guy and were like, "Now, nah, fuck it." I mean, the Bears offered the house. They offered three firsts, two starters, uh, I think a second and two. Oh, thirds. what was the offer? Was it like was Mac in the offer? I don't know who the starters were. I would assume Mac was in it because of his contract. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, That's I mean, they good. did offer the house for him, and they, as of yesterday, officially said they're not trading Russ. So looks like Russ will be staying put, as we all expected. Mm-hmm. It was just a very interesting turn of events. Um, they're going to have to, yeah, do some damage control because Russ and Pete Carroll's relationship right now, I don't think, is very great. Nah. <laughs> yeah. And then, so Seattle also. Uh, bolstered their line by trading for Gabe Jackson. Um, really nice ad for them. And then uh, no Carlos Hyde now. And then Chris Carson, they didn't re-sign or tag or anything. So he's probably gone, but they may bring him back. I don't know. Um, but yeah, they literally just need to like call better plays. Yeah. Um, I now have full feeling back in my mouth and my lip hurts. But uh, sorry. it's like, it's like very like raw because like 
It's the spot where, like, all the, like, the dental tools were, like, sitting, rubbing up against it, and I'm like, ugh. Mm. Not so I mean. I'll but you okay. took that ibuprofen, you know, yep. ahead of time, so you're and prepared. I did get new chapstick, because whenever you go to the dentist, I get chapstick from them, because they have the best chapstick there, actually. It's kind of weird. But oh. I got blackberry this time. Blackberry chapstick. Yes. Ooh, sounds addictive. Yeah, there are, like, a lot of options. They're, like, peppermint. We've got, like, orange creamsicle, like, pomegranate, blackberry. I'm like, ooh. I love I would do the blackberry. Yeah. yeah. So I haven't used it yet, but I'm excited. I, I have, did I mention my reason I carry chapstick around all the time? I think so. Yeah, my the eighth grade field trip to Gettysburg where I didn't have it. Yeah. I think that's good to have I think on I talked about that previously on this pod. Yeah. Anyway, um, Pittsburgh added BJ Finney, but lost. Uh, Pouncy. I again forget which one. Uh, Matt Failer, <laughs> uh, Vance McDonald, Mike Hilton, <laughs> Bud Dupree, and Tyson. Alu-alu. Alu-alu. My brain mixed stuff up. It's just, it's just the, the same thing twice. <laughs> it is. Alu-alu. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, Pittsburgh's in a weird place. I think they're waiting for Ben to retire. He's still playing another year. Yeah, they're pretty... Know. They're cap-fucked. They're, they are yeah. one of the cap-fucked teams. They can't yeah. re-sign Juju. Or, they couldn't even tag him, so... They... <laughs> They have the young receiver talent where I think they can be okay enough after these older guys phase out. Uh-huh. Like, I think next year, like depending on how they handle it, they can still be a note, like a fine team if they like get a good quarterback quickly after Ben's done. Mm-hmm. Or like, like now. they're still gonna be a ten win team probably. They're still yeah. gonna be in at least the wild card position and because the defense is still so good. Yeah, because so. they have they have a lot of good young talent too, along with like the vets, but. A lot of them are gone now. We're almost gone. So, yeah. I mean, Bud Dupree is a huge loss for them. I assume oh, yeah. he's still pretty good. Uh huh. Yeah, Tennessee's got to be happy <laughs> to have him. But <laughs> before we get to Tennessee, Tampa Bay has pretty much stayed put, which is good. Um, I think they might be losing Leonard Fournette. Um, apparently, there's been like a small link to maybe Patriots for him, but he's probably going somewhere else. I think he wanted to get his ring, and now he wants to maybe get paid. That makes sense. I would yeah. be. I'll be like, nice job, Leonard. Good good way to do your career. Um, yeah, exactly. He probably but, does want that. Yeah, but the Bucks have just been re-signing everybody, which mm-hmm. they've gotten some people to take. I know, like, obviously Brady has, you know, consistently taken deals, like, kind of under it. They got Gronk to re-sign. They re-signed Shaq Barrett on a pretty big deal and Levante David on a two-year deal. Um, so they, and then Godwin's tagged. So they, they're, keeping the, they're keeping the band together. Dude, if I was Tom Brady, I'd say, you know what? Pay me, like, the league minimum and see what you can get. To- I've made all the money I need. I don't, And he's I don't- got a hot, rich wife, so. <laughs> right, and my <laughs> wife actually makes more than me and is more successful, believe it or not. So what, Honestly, one of my favorite takes is uh, <laughs> Jalen Rose. He has that show, Jalen Jacoby, uh, with uh, David Jacoby. And they, Jalen Rose's, like, theory is that, like, Brady is good because of Giselle because he can take less money because his wife Giselle is rich. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's be <laughs> I'm like, here. it's so out there, but like hilarious, and there might be, there's probably some merit to there's it. There's a little merit to that. Like le- leaving five million on the table each year is okay when your wife could easily make that up for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like if I'm Tom, I'm like, you know what? Don't pay me anything. Actually, just you know, cover my expenses to be on the team and all that stuff. As long as it doesn't cost me money, we're good. Right, and then just see what you can bring in. Let's just keep winning Super Bowls. Yeah, really. <laughs> I don't need the I don't need the you know forty million dollar contract. 
So. Okay, let's go get Kenny. Let's go get Juju. Let's get hey, every. Hey, babe, single. how much did you make yesterday? All right, all right, yeah. Hey, Jason, yeah. Fuck this contract. We, all right, let's fucking run it. Send it, bro. <laughs> like, I'm sure, that was like drunk Brady. Drunk Brady. Yeah, anyway, um, moving on to Tennessee. Uh, obviously lost. Uh, sorry, obviously gained Bud Dupree. Also added Janoris Jenkins, Danico Autry, and Kendall Lamb. Um, I think. But Dupree and Janoris Jenkins are good ads because Janoris Jenkins has been good in the right systems, and I trust Tennessee to get players that will fit what they want to do. Mm-hmm. And then losing Adoree slash Addery Jackson and Malcolm <laughs> Butler. Yeah, who Malcolm Butler they've, uh, another hot had a player. few cuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, he also well, lost Corey Davis. Yes, yes, also lost Corey Davis. Mm-hmm. They still have AJ Brown, of course, and. Um, but, the, you know, they don't have Johnny anymore. They don't have Corey Davis. So they're kind of just, you know, they've got their big three of Tannehill, A.J. Brown. There actually, I guess be. Big and uh, and Henry. Yeah. This, there's not a lot there left. I'm curious what they do. Uh, I'm not sure what their cast space is like. I don't think they have a lot. They are... What can I find? Oh, actually, no. <laughs> they're still 23, 23 million. Yeah, okay. Which they bad. generally allot about 12 to 14 million to the Rooks. That they so they, the they could still add someone. They could. Should probably I add mean, a defensive piece. If they had the money to add Juju, he's like that would be such a fun fit of him and AJ Brown. But um, oh man, yeah, maybe I don't know who they'll add now. Um, yeah, they probably should add some defense. Uh, my brain went Ty. I'm like, no, no, <laughs> that'd be wrong. No, the Colts would offer him so much money not to, to do not that. have to play against him twice. Here. Yeah. Oh, that would be. <laughs> Awful. Okay. So Tennessee offered me shut up. Whatever that is, we'll give you five million more. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't go there. Um, so yeah. Anyway, lastly, we've got Washington, who made some fun moves. Uh, I Curtis love Samuel. it. I love yeah. what Washington's done. We we stumbled into Curtis Samuel to Washington like last episode, and we talked about it, and we're like, this sounds fun, and we yeah. talked about the backfield, and now they did it. So I they love actually it. did it pairing him with uh, Terry McLaurin. They needed another playmaker. Um, obviously, I think Fitzpatrick will like Logan Thomas, probably. He's been hit or miss on how he's been a tight end, so I just dropped a bunch of stuff. I went to, like, fix a stack of things on my desk, and it all fell. Um, it wasn't all a big <laughs> stack, but anyway. So, yes, Curtis Samuel, Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas, Antonio Gibson as the offense now. It's a pretty, like, it's, it, you have playmakers now. You've so, got people. Yeah. And you've got the fits. Yeah, the Fitz still got magic. my Fitz Jets jersey. Yeah, I assume he's gonna start right now over Taylor Heineke. Um, now I, where they signed both of them, I don't know if they plan to draft someone or if they do someone that they, I guess, will consider developmental. I don't know. I think they should draft someone. I'm, I, I have no clue what they're gonna do. It's tough because I mean Washington, I love Fitz. I think he's gonna be great this year. Um, him and McLaurin and Curtis Samuel is a nice duo, plus yeah, uh, Antonio gonna, Gibson and potentially Thomas. So yeah, I don't just know. say fuck it with tossing it to McLaurin. So that'll be fun. Um, yeah. They also added Lamar Miller, which is not really that important, and uh, William Jackson, the former Bengal. Uh, that's that's a pretty big move because they lost Ronald Darby. Yeah, I was I thought Darby was staying with Washington. He went to the Broncos. But they yeah. got William Jackson, so I think yeah, I just oh, we forgot it. to mention him with his Cincinnati losses. But yeah, that's a nice way to replace him. I would say, possibly probably even a game, maybe I don't know, lateral move maybe. But Washington, because Washington's defense is nuts. If they can like put up any offense, they're a good team. And that's what Fitz does, man. 
Yeah. He so, puts up any kind of offense. Just me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What said so Washington should draft a quarterback, but they're Washington, so they're a shitty organization. <laughs> see, so we're going through these players. Kyle Van Noy got signed. Kyle Rudolph got signed. John Brown. Sammy is Eric Fisher still out there? Mm-hmm. So Eric Fisher, Sammy Watkins, and then it's a T.Y. Fuller, Kenny, and Juju. Those receivers still need homes. Give these receivers a home. Yeah. For just a dollar a day. <laughs> For just a dollar a day. Yeah. I, you can give Juju Smith-Schuster a home. <laughs> so Jets, Jags have a lot of money left and probably could add a receiver, should a receiver. Jets, I, I, I would be surprised if the Jets don't add one of these guys. The only thing is, like, they got Corey Davis... And it might be weird to get another big name wide receiver, but I, I mean, I would be in full support of them getting. Another. I don't think Corey Davis is enough. I don't like either. he's good, but he's not. It's not enough because like you didn't have anything. Like you've got Mims, obviously, but like he's still young. You've got Corey Davis. I think adding a third guy makes a lot of sense. Or I, I think Juju makes the most sense paired with those two mm-hmm. as well, just because Mims is your outside guy. Like that's what he does, and. With Juju, like you kind of want him, and you want Juju in the slot. So pairing him with Mims makes a lot of sense. And Corey yeah. Davis is kind of moving around. He he moves around a lot. So curious what they do with him. But I think Juju would make a ton of sense for the Jets if he's willing to go there. <laughs> oh, I want it. Yeah, I would be happy for you. I would immediately get that jersey. <laughs> no, I just got my Stafford one, but I would have to. I'd have yeah, to I was. Juju's. I was wanting the Raiders to try to get him, but apparently they want to pay Kenny Drake instead. So, <sighs> I'm sorry. Alas, uh, Saints, <laughs> Saints are also bringing back PJ Williams. Oh, so man. fire up your slot wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, my fucking favorite one right there. That's like one of the just the easiest <laughs> matchups to abuse, honestly. So, uh, we've got a slot wide receiver playing the Saints. Lock him in. Yeah. Oh, that's but, great. At least for another year. Uh-huh. So, thankfully, we'll actually have some stuff to talk about next episode when we come back, because we still have these big-name receivers to talk about, so we'll be able to break some of those moves down. And then, as we kind of go through, like, I assume we'll, like, well, this is kind of just a rundown and some initial thoughts, but I think as we get deeper into the offseason, we can kind of really break down some of these moves, especially once we get the context of the draft, because that adds a lot to it, because, you know, if you see... Detroit has Tyro Williams and not a whole lot else. The draft could drastically alter Tyrell's outlook. So we have to kind of wait and see a little bit on some of these guys. Mm-hmm. But that's someone who I think is like a sell high. Like these veterans that landed in spots where you feel like there's a good chance they'll draft a talented rookie. I, I would say maybe try to harness the trade high. Now, I, maybe Tyro Williams may not be a trade high. I'm trying to think if there's any anyone. Like maybe like... Uh, like Aguilar or Bourne. I don't know if those are the trade high. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, maybe Corey Davis might be a trade high. Like the Jets could easily draft a receiver or sign another one. I think, yeah. that, I think that's the, that might be the best example I can think of from this group, honestly. Yeah, no, absolutely. They're still not complete there with the with what they're putting together. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so we'll probably have one more episode of free agency and probably a lot more coming next week. As we get some of the new, uh, the big names signed. Yeah. And then after that, I think we're going to probably start looking towards the draft. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's April 29th. So, yeah. Yeah. Next week, we'll kind of finish up offseason stuff. And then after that, yeah, just draft stuff for the next month. Oh, I'm excited. I haven't really gotten into the draft yet. I've been holding off, (laughs) which 
I think is good because if I start doing it too early, then I start getting all these notions. And right now, I just want to keep it blank until I really dive into it and do my own evaluations. Because you know what? When I read other people's takes on players, that it never works out. I just gotta evaluate them myself. Yeah, it, I mean, it's nice to like see people you trust give some takes and maybe get a starting point or like see if you notice the same things, but. So, right, so, so I want to I wanna listen to those after I've done it because then mm -hmm. I can say, oh, this guy's just repeating the same thing that other people say or this is actually a good take. Yeah, because there's a lot of group thing that goes on with, well, a lot of social related stuff, but like football, Twitter, and draft Twitter and stuff, there's a lot of echo chambering and group thinking and stuff like that. Oh, there's I mean, so much of it. I mean, D, the DK <laughs> Cohen drill, like, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> like, all sorts of bullshit comes up so and then we both said dk was gonna be good yeah because we so, some some, some echo chamber stuff just ends up being dumb and pointless so yeah yeah but <laughs> anyway <laughs> um a lot of fragey stuff we just got through really fun off season right now a lot of a lot of movement i'm so i'm excited to see what the draft adds to it but uh we'll be back probably next week but until then uh thank you for joining us and you can follow us on twitter I add a uh, mozzie and muscle. Do it. <laughs>